What is life like outside college? What would you want life to be like if you were back in college? What needs to change about the way classes are taught, exams are conducted, college is run? What do people do in an office anyway? Welcome to the Back to College podcast where we speak to folks who've been there and done that in college and in their careers about what can be done to make education more relevant. Sushmita Kanukurthy is an alumni of the Gokhale Institute, a 2005 batch pass out. She's currently an associate director at Fractal Analytics and has been with the firm since 2012. Before that, she has had stints with IBM, Marketix and Genpact. If you are looking to get into the analytics industry and want some insider information about it, this conversation is exactly what the doctor ordered. Listen on to find out more. All right, uh, Sushmita, why don't we begin by asking you a question that I wanted to ask a lot of people from Gokhale Institute. Of the 16 papers that we studied in Gokhale, how many papers do you think are actually applicable to the field that you are in right now? to the field that i am in which is the uh, data data science and analytics uh, uh, piece i'm not talking about uh, other friends of, of ours who moved to environmental economics all of that right but the work that i do there are primarily two papers that i think are very relevant introduction to statistics and econometrics but of the two at least i experienced this when i joined genpact and i think you joined genpact as well after kokhle mm-hmm. uh, what we learned in ecotrix and in stats was very different to what we were expected to do in terms of ecotrix and stats absolutely so um so i'll tell you one of the big challenges that i faced when i first started my career in uh, in genpact right was out of everything that we learn in econometrics most of the coursework is so theoretical that it's very it's difficult for you to actually translate that into practical applications to solving business problems Uh, uh so one of the key examples that comes to mind is the introduction to i think statistics or econometrics where we do the nine assumptions of uh, the, the ols of model yeah, yeah of the ols model right the one thing that i think every professor should actually teach you is when while these are the assumptions that should hold true you cannot test yeah if all these hold true you will never build a model in your <laughs> real life right because the data is so so sparse it is so difficult to process you cannot possibly test for these assumptions and that's so stuff like this i think we learned on the job right. and uh, what i would love to see today is if i were to go back and do this all over again i would i would insist that professors or you know whoever is designing the course material should have at least uh, one or two problems that that we learn where we actually test for these these assumptions and stuff in and learn how to build a model on real data building a model nowadays it's almost a crime to not know r or python for example Correct. but we left col- college without at least without i left knowing, college without yeah. knowing knowing sas let alone yeah. all these modern day versions how important really is knowledge of coding in terms of analytics today so i, I actually that that ra- that response the the response to that question i can't give you a one word answer i of will course. tell you that it is important mm-hmm. especially as an analyst i think it's very important right. but analytics itself has branched out into so many different spaces right now right you have data warehousing then you have data science then you have deep learning deep learning is not actually a part of data science because data science deals with other techniques whereas right. deep learning is a is an entire uh, branch in itself 
then you have all these uh, you know the actual programmers who are uh, who are good with the technical right. parts which is like sas spss actually not sas as much anymore nowadays it's python and r uh, so um so this is one part then you have the consulting piece which is what i've been involved in right i've been doing analytics consulting where coding is not a core skill for us but what i what i've learned is if you look at the us market for example uh, in the indian market as you go up the ladder coding becomes less and less relevant right. but in the us market depending on where you are which part of the us you're working in uh, coding becomes a very very relevant and important skill in fact you i i think it's very difficult for you to get entry even at a director uh, senior director level for companies like google and facebook in the us if you don't have uh, oh, wow. knowledge of coding oh really i didn't know that okay yeah okay to contextualize this for the audience walk me through any day in the last 2 to 3 years what does a typical work day look like for you say you are pitching for a new client for example mm -hmm. what will a daily workflow look like walk us through a typical day at fractal so i've been working as an engagement manager mm. so my role has been primarily uh, on you know identifying new opportunities for our uh, teams to build solutions on um uh, so a typical day will be we get into work we uh, we you know look at what the schedule looks like what meetings we have we prepare for these meetings typically these meetings uh, there are two broad types of meetings that we conduct one is if it's a new solution new client that i'm talking to mm -hmm. then it's more it's it's a very introductory it's very introductory in nature where i try to understand what their org structure is like what sort of problems do they solve right and what their key pain points are and based on that we go back and i talk to my teams offshore or uh, you know the extended team onshore and we try and understand how they actually how to actually build a solution to address these gaps okay, okay. that's one part of it uh, the other is with our existing solutions with uh, with a lot of clients when it's status quo we just work with them to you know fine tune solutions we present dashboards to them uh, we we try and understand what Uh, you know how relevant we try and make sure that these dashboards are relevant on a recurring basis for these clients so talking to different teams that's primarily what my role has been like it almost sounds like you need to be really good at chinese whispers first get the <laughs> message clearly from your client and then make sure that you do a good job of communicating it onwards to the people you work with absolutely how how do you get better at listening when somebody is talking about their pain points how do you learn how to figure out the art of asking better questions is it something you naturally had or is it something you've learned on the job i've learned on the job i I'm, i'm not <laughs> even ashamed to admit it it took time especially with uh, with our roles in the us right because it's so front end you need to be able to think on your feet and as and when the client is talking about his business um you have to you have to be able to ask the next question while at the same time making sure that you are not losing track of what he is trying to tell you right I can tell you the first few months uh, I've sat in meetings where they're talking about some digital data and I drew a blank. Like I'm just <laughs> looking it's like watching a tennis match I just go from left to right and you know so I think it helps to have a mentor in in the system it's very very critical to have a mentor somebody mm -hmm. who can walk you through teach you the tricks of the trade and that's that's essential for you to be set up for success. And after that of course I mean you need to have a knack for picking up on these things and you know um playing right. the field the reason i ask this question is because quite a few students today focus a lot upon coding and stats and all the technical aspects but i'm convinced that a good analyst is as much about being good at communicating both listening and speaking as it is about 
knowing stats but i don't think colleges are doing a good enough job of training people in how to be a good listener and a good communicator so i'm not um, i'm not quite sure i agree with that okay. only because so uh, there is a big difference in the in the way our markets are right like, like if you look at the indian market for example they mm-hmm. expect every analyst or uh, an engagement manager or whoever it is to be good at multiple things you need to you need to be able to code as an analyst for example you need to be able to code you need to be able to understand what the client is telling you you need to be able to uh, translate those into business uh, th- those business requirements into a technical solution and you need to be able to present it but that is not how uh, at least from what i've seen maybe i'm wrong um, from what i've seen i i don't think that's how companies like in in the us function if you look at the technical uh, the tech companies especially right mm. they expect analysts to be good at coding if you are not good at uh, understanding requirements or translating them you will have someone who will support you on that on that front but but hmm. your you can choose to just be in the technical line you can choose to be a geek and go down the coding path without really uh, going into the you know developing those consulting skills i'm not saying it you know it can be as a 100 zero uh, situation you obviously you, you are expected to be right. you know some level of consulting skills you need to have but but it's not how it is in india where it has to be 50 50 50 everywhere right okay so you think that's more a trait in indian companies they need yeah. to be a good person both at communication as well as at analysis yeah right but but yeah. to be fair just yes. to add to that right sure. i think that's also a function of uh, our uh, business model because we work with clients i can't Correct. constantly Correct. have someone uh, I, i can't constantly have a manager sit in on every call that the analyst is a part of right so our cost structure won't allow yeah that. we can't uh, we don't we can't Uh, do that so if the analyst has to grow he has to be good with both consulting and um, and technical skills technical and skills. i think that's how that's why we have evolved our business model our modus operandi has evolved the way it has fair enough okay so speaking of the skills that you spoke of you would want in a good indian analyst at any rate to have if you are interviewing somebody let me try and put you uh so to speak on the other side of the fence if you were in college today preparing for an interview in an analytics firm knowing what you do today what would you focus on for preparation that's <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe i'm stumped by the question <laughs> so i think uh, there's a couple of things i i i mean first i would definitely want um, you know i would definitely focus on understanding how modeling theoretical concepts in modeling can be translated to um, to um, to practical applications to solving business problems mm. but i think more importantly especially given how 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 much analytics has evolved as an industry over the i don't know how many ever years right i would probably do a lot of soul searching to understand what what my skill sets are and what stream i would want to get into for example mm-hmm. deep learning is a big thing but i know f- as a as someone who has been in this industry for a while i know that deep learning is not my cup of tea right mm-hmm. but i and while it is very important for you to pick up uh, you know go down a path that is lucrative and that's that's you know probably in demand for the next 15 20 years it is also important for you to understand where you will be able to succeed uh, in your career right so 
given all these streams i would i would urge students to really think about what the various streams are spend time looking over them and understand what skills you have that will be a good complement to to the field that you're interested in getting into and make sure that you're building your skills in that area but say for example memorizing gujarati the night before isn't really going to help you much not i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i mean at least for the interviews that i've conducted i've never asked uh, theoretical questions oh you've never asked theoretical questions at all at all because i feel like i mean um you know i i would rather have someone explain to me what a p, p value is in practical terms rather than tell me oh the cutoff has to be high if it's less than alpha then you reject <laughs> it right that that doesn't help me i need to know what you why that is so important why that cutoff is important and how did we arrive at that speaking as somebody who's associated with academia right now i'm guessing that whether it is faculty or students both would actually struggle to understand where you're coming from when you speak about fields such as deep learning for example that's not a part of the syllabus at at least at gokhale institute but i'm guessing at most other colleges today you will learn gujarati or associated texts but the kind of thing you spoke about typically aren't covered where should you go to learn more about this so that's the big uh, that's the big gap the between yes. the, the disconnect right now right because yeah. our course curriculum is not tuned to keep pace with the changing environment and unfortunately yes uh, so what what kids these days resort to is to go to uh, fortunately actually today we still have those uh, alternatives like coursera you have udemy um, and yeah LX udemy and, and all, all of, of those, them yes. right so edx that's another yeah. uh, big thing so all of these um, uh, see as a fresher the expectation from anybody who's interviewing you is not that you're going to explain to me what the different models of deep learning are how do you build these models how do you right. interpret these i don't expect that but if you want to get into that field you should know what you're getting into mm. and uh, i think all these online platforms that uh, for learning that that are currently available i think they do a great job of giving you that introduction okay all right so given all of what you spoke about right now let me circle back to the original question i asked you about being a student at gokhale but what would you do differently if you got the chance to do your masters degree all over again how would you approach subjects differently how would you approach learning differently how would you approach preparing for an interview differently how would you redo your two years at gokhale um that's a difficult question to answer because <laughs> i think the uh, i think the only thing i would do differently is to uh, to see how what is what the market is offering right now hmm. and uh, see how i can bridge the gap between where i am versus what what is on offer right now but outside of that i think it's um, i think it's very difficult to um, to be entirely ready for the job market with what you're learning on the job right now uh, sorry what, what you're learning, learning in, college, in college right, right now. now that in some ways is an indictment of the system that we're all a part of in education but i would agree it's college is a good job of preparing you for the theoretical aspects of statistics but not necessarily for the practical aspects of exactly working in a firm and that in a sense perhaps is only learned best once you start exactly. working maybe right so so um like i can tell you the um the uh, the one thing that that i would encourage students to do mm-hmm. 
is to look at so you need to always have a list of target companies that you're interested in target right. roles that you're interested in and see where the fitment is mm. and um, for once you understand what you're really looking for right you have to you have to understand like if you look at let's say everybody for for most most kids these days right especially in the analytics space google is a google is a dream company, dream company right. so now that you know you want to be in google you have to understand how google interviews are structured and they are very right. different from a regular uh, consulting company Correct. like a, a, you know one of our third party consulting companies like fractal musigma their interview patterns are very different right, right? so you should you have to spend time to understand how to prepare for these interviews and uh, that's what i would probably tell prepare way better for interviews much more yeah. than is much much more rigorously now. much more rigorously than it's interesting because again when you say rigorous the gap between rigorous as in terms of rote memorization and rigorous in terms of understanding whatever it is that a company requires in terms of smarts there's a world of a difference yeah, between the two i don't mean rote at all i don't think rote <laughs> is going to get you a, any anywhere uh, it's right. very important for you to to understand what you're doing and if if you're if you're not able to understand that i think that will show in in your work it will show in the way you talk to your clients it'll sh- that uh, that gap between your understanding and your skill is going to show and it's important to make sure that that doesn't happen will you fair enough all right three final questions from my side first and this is a slightly hypothetical one but maybe fractal itself starts a university maybe you start work in a university heading an analytics program what would you do to make sure that students are as industry ready as possible i know this is a very broad question but three things that perhaps off the top of your head strike you as being the most important uh, i think one is uh, so while we've talked a lot about how our course curriculum is not designed for uh, for addressing needs that the industry currently has and i think there's a gap uh i also want to stress that it's important for us to understand the theory because mm. that lays the foundation regardless of whether or not you're going to use it in your corporate life it's important for you to know that these are the these are all the theoretical concepts that exist right. because you never know when these concepts might be relevant Correct. to you so i think to discard that would be a little short sighted right uh having said that um what will help is if we have a mix of both uh professors who are uh, you know who have a very theoretical bent of mind teaching the laying the foundations for uh, foundation for students mm-hmm. and at the same time you interv- in you invite industry experts to come and talk about how these how mm. these concepts can be uh, can right. be relevant for the world that we the, you know the corporate world that we live in today not not the world in general right. and i think that will probably be the biggest change that i'll want to make second is once you are, once you have a foundation with with both these different groups of people yeah. it's important for you to actually do coding you get have your hands to dirty. get your hands dirty play with the data like for instance um, i'll give you an example okay mm-hmm. so in my first job in genpack my uh, my boss used to look at me like i was an idiot because he'd keep telling me <laughs> what's the unique identifier to merge the data to merge the data and i'm like what is he talking about what does unique identifier mean <laughs> right and and it's important like we don't even know why it's so important to bring different data sources together how right. do you bring different data sources 
I think all this can be solved if you just let students play with data, right? Let them think for themselves, not spoon feed the answer to them, but just let them think for themselves that this is the problem I want to solve. This is the data that I currently have. Just tell me how you will bridge this gap, right? And what new data sources you need. Let them spend some time. Let them Google. I mm. mean, everything is available in Google these days. On Google these days, so let them do that. I think these two things alone will will help them get ready way better than uh, you know anything else will. Yeah. Since we are sharing, uh, while again in Genpack, I once ran a data pool without any filters whatsoever. <laughs> so essentially, I was downloading the entire data warehouse onto my computer. Oh. And I had an extremely <laughs> irritated manager walk onto my floor asking, You've all had a share of horror stories simply because of what you just said. We've never gotten our hands dirty playing with data. So the third thing that you would want to change if you got the chance to run a college. So one was getting your hands dirty with data. The second was a mix of industry and academic professionals. And third is, uh, you know, making them very aware of uh, giving them. So you you can you can only take the horse to the water. You can't make the horse drink the water. Similarly, you you know it's very important for uh, for every student to have an understanding of what it is that they want to do with their lives, and uh, maybe some level of career counseling mm. will help. And I think that's something that's grossly lacking because not everybody can apply for the same kind of jobs right. and it's very important to help the student realize where his or her skill set right. actually right. lies and what 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 where they can actually find something that they're passionate in makes sense second question who would you recommend i try and get onto this podcast as a guest who would you want to listen to on this podcast have you spoken to uh, are you talking about from our batchmate batch no or? anybody from Gokhale, outside Gokhale, whoever. I think there is one person that I would love to recommend. I don't know if you will, you know. Uh, it's not Indie somebody who is sure. very popular. He is somebody that I worked with in Fractal. He right. is my, uh, you know, mentor, guide, whatever mm -hmm. it is that you want to call him. His name is Gaurav. Okay. And he works as a vice president at Fractal. And he is the only vice president that I've worked with till date. Mm -hmm. who who can today sit with uh, who can today first of all talk to any client about any technical technical problem try to un try to identify new solutions right that that's his role that's what he does he manages about five to six cpg clients uh, at the same time if you give him data and say Gaurav we're not able to figure out how to fix this he will automate the data extraction process for you with VBA <laughs> or whatever the language is because right. he has the skill and I, I think that's uh, that's a rare breed I don't think they make people like him anymore who can do <laughs> both consulting and uh, coding with equal uh, uh, equal felicity yeah exactly and uh, I you know so I think he will be somebody who can add a lot of uh, who can give you very different perspective to Brilliant. what you can do done we'll try and get him on the show and final question any final advice for students who are listening no, just that, uh, <laughs> just one one short uh, piece of advice, don't get too lost in the books, please look <laughs> at the world outside, uh, try and figure out what it is that you really want from life, it's very difficult and I know these things keep evolving over time also, um, I know when I started I wanted, to, I wanted to be a modeler and now I want to be in consulting because I feel like that's where my core skill lies, uh, so always be self-aware and, uh, and you know, I think you'll be good to go. Brilliant. Sushmita, thank you so much. Thank you. It was great talking to you.
All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this conversation, please help us out by sharing it with friends and family. If you would like to give me feedback or have suggestions about the show, about guests you'd really like to be on the show or anything else at all, get in touch with me on Twitter at ashish2727. That's at the rate ashish2727. Or drop me a mail at ashish at econforeverybody.com. A-S-H-I-S-H at the rate econforeverybody.com. Until the next episode, cheers.